0: Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive, so I hope you enjoy, and thanks again for tuning in. Hi everybody, it's Dallas. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. You know those coaching moments when inspiration strikes and you share some insight or feedback that leads to just a massive breakthrough for your client and you don't even really know what you said? I live for those moments. They are the greatest. And one of them actually happened with this week's guest. Her name is Dana DuPont. Dana helps highly sensitive people and empaths manage the anxiety, the overwhelm, and self sabotage, or even stuckness that comes with their sensitive nature, and then master the creative and intuitive gifts that come with it as well. And though Dana knows who she loves to serve, she's been twisted up in knots about how to serve her audience in the best way. She's a highly sensitive, creative person herself with a lot of ideas, and Dana came into our session worried that she'd never. Never land on a structure that felt like her. And then the clarity bell rang for us both. Dana figured out exactly how to talk about her work and more importantly, give herself permission to go all in on what she loves doing the most and let the rest of it go. So even as I record this intro, I have to admit, I can't tell you exactly what we came up with or how we even got there because our conversation was so inspiration-led. But I can tell you that the journey was thrilling and the outcome, fantastic. So if you've been stuck around what to offer or how to talk about your work, you've got to join Dana and I on this ride. Let's get started. Hi there, Dana. Thanks for coming on the show you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited because we hardly know each other. A lot of our guests are members of the Six Figure Coach Club. So this is fun for me to, I feel like we're diving in the deep end ice cold here, but which is kind of a fib, right? Because you do have one of my programs, which we might get into. I do. And I love the program. So yes, I'm so glad. So tell us what
1: you want to walk away with from our time together today. I think today it would be really great to have kind of a clearer idea of how to articulate who my audience is. I always stumble with that one. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I, it's
0: interesting. Tell me if you relate to this, but I see so many coaches. We want to skip that part because it's a little inconvenient. And Mm -hmm. in my heart, I know who I serve. And when I meet a dream client, I know they're my dream client. So it just feels like A pain in the ass or some sort of busy work. And yet, when I look at the trajectory of so many of the coaches I mentor, the ones who take the time to clarify the messaging Mm -hmm. have the easiest go of it Mm -hmm. when they're attracting clients, when they're launching with a webinar, all these other pieces. So I just want to acknowledge you for bringing this messaging piece to the table today because it is inconvenient and yet so, so important. Definitely. So let's just agree that we're going to try our best to help you come up with a really clear dream client power statement by the end of the episode.
1: I love it. I love No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Okay.
0: So why don't you fill us in? A, I'd like some context. Tell us a bit about your business. I know we're working. This is the thing we're working on, but tell yes. us what you know about your audience mm-hmm.
1: So what I know right now, you know, is basically based on who I've been working with for the last seven years and just who, you know, comes through my door. Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of creative women and those who identify significantly as such. And just they're usually really highly sensitive and empathic. Mm -hmm. And so they can feel things that not everyone around them has felt. (laughs) And they're also tend to have some trauma and difficult childhood relationships with their mothers was, you know, in the beginning, I actually really kind of focused on the mother daughter relationship. And I veered towards that or opened it up a little bit more in what I'm doing now. So that's not exact, which I think is why I'm a little confused with my niche now, because because even when I had said that was my niche and was moving in that direction, I would get that, but I get a lot of the other people coming in also mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, experiencing the same types of things that I would be writing about, yeah. which are or, or talking about, which is that, you know, the consequences of taking in and absorbing so much information from other people in the environment and, and also having that history of trauma and not having any kind of emotional support system in childhood. And how much that has affected the body. Um, So that is just something we all kind of relate to. Mm -hmm. I
0: hear you. And what outcome, if you think about your dreamiest of clients, Mm -hmm. right? The the transformation that they have experienced through this work. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What is that transformation?
1: Yeah, interesting. Because again, so many... And again, I'm wondering too, if it's because the work that I've done is transformed so much over the years. I've been doing this type of work for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of my clients come to me for a lot of different things because there's an aspect where I'm tuning into spirit a lot and often. And so there's, they can come with a multitude of problems, Mm -hmm. but that connection to spirit is feeling difficult for them or they just would like some clarity and help in that way. So the end result for a lot of, okay, I would have to say connection would be like, I guess, a word I could use to summarize it. They're either having a stronger connection in a relationship because we've been able to kind of release a lot of stuff. They're having a stronger connection with their body um, because they're understanding how to let go of those blocks emotionally in, in their body, they're having a stronger connection with the moon and the natural rhythms, or they're having a stronger connection with themselves and and how they're feeling. So that to me feels like a word that kind of encapsulates what they all kind of end up feeling at the end.
0: Sure. I wonder, is part of the reason why you might feel you're struggling right now connected to this perception that you
1: have to encapsulate or summarize? Well, I I don't know. I've kind of it's like I want to do it, but then I also let it go. Like lately I've just been letting it go. <laughs> and I've been just focusing on the offerings. So I've been focusing on just talking about the offerings and what they are and like I'm doing moon art magic right now, helping people understand how to art journal with the moon. And so I'm just just talking about that and letting that information bring the people in. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, later I'll talk about a different offering. So yeah, it would be nice if I could have an umbrella, I feel like for my brain, Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> but yeah. I'm also really creative. So I'm not sure if it's possible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so are you struggling to bring people in right now? And maybe it was it like scale of one to ten? One would be like hell yes, I've I have
1: zero clients, and ten would be no, I have a wait list. Okay, I like I do have a wait list, but it's smaller than I want it to be, and I still filling out my classes. So I would put myself at about a six. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I want to fill so, out my classes um, yeah. better, and oh, you yeah, yeah. also just expand. A got bit it, more. got yeah. it. So you're ready to scale. I am. Yes, that is exactly where I am at. Yeah, great. And I feel like being specific or being clear. Mm -hmm. It's more like being clear would be really helpful in expanding.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Okay, here's what I'm getting so far. You've helped a lot of people on their personal journey toward deeper connection, whether that is to themselves, to spirit, to their family, to their partners, to their body, to the moon. You also, people come to you, you're doing mm-hmm. this moon art journaling offering and people are showing up mm-hmm. yet not at the rate that allows you to really scale and you yes. are ready to scale. Yes. And for you, Dana, you see that having more clarity, I'll use your words here for an umbrella term to define who you help and how you help them is the thing to help you really scale. Yes. yes. Yeah. I totally yes. get that. Okay. Great. Great. Uh, A couple of other clarifying questions. Your dream clients, do they also identify as highly sensitive or empathic?
1: That part, yeah, some of them have, definitely, 100%. Don't know if the beginning, like the ones who are just opening up to their emotional awareness is just growing. So I don't know if that's how they would identify. Actually, Mm -hmm. I would say no to that in the beginning. And then... The other thing that you got me thinking when you were saying too, is I had clarity on my walk this morning, Mm -hmm. maybe because of our uh, conversation that we were going to have, but I realized the moon art stuff is definitely where I want to scale. Like that is definitely who I am. It's everything I've done in the last six years. It's, but it's not an ideal client, but it's what I want to be known for and what I do. Yeah.
0: Here's what's cool about, Niching down. Number one, specificity is the thing that brings opportunity. Mm-hmm. You and I are talking today because I hyper niched in my coaching business serving actors. Right. My target dream client was a 28 year old (laughs) woman living in Los Angeles with four co star credits for my actors listening. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Four co star credits, crappy, a crappy agent, and just feeling like she has hit a glass ceiling. Mm -hmm. I'm, and I knew exactly who I was, Rebecca. I even named her, right? And everything I did, I spoke to Rebecca. And that's what allowed me to have all of these courses where I was Mm -hmm. serving hundreds of people Mm -hmm. every year. It's also the thing that allowed me to start coaching coaches Mm because other coaches saw like, okay, she, there's something going on here. She knows what she's doing. I wonder if she can help me. So I would never be where I am today if I wasn't willing to hyper niche in the beginning. Yes. It's like I imagine a a wormhole out there in all of the galaxies around us, right, where we we find a wormhole and we fly through it and then we're in a whole nother time and space. So that's the first piece, right? Specificity brings opportunity. A lot of us coaches assume that the specificity has to be Rebecca, 28-year-old living in West Hollywood Mm -hmm. with four Mm co-star credits. It does Mm -hmm. not. This actually came up in a previous episode. Your niche could be your process. Oh, it doesn't have to, and this could be great for you because you are so creative and you've been rubbing up against this pressure to commit yeah. to a dream client. Mm-hmm. What if we committed to a dream process here and you let yes. that be the thing that brings people in? I really, really like that. And it feels like it suits me a lot better. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And the cool thing about this, at least what I've observed is whether you focus in on the specific individual, right, or you focus in on the process, that's just an entry point, and we arrive at the same place. The the right people come in. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tell me more about your moon journaling. What's your vision for that? For that offering or that process?
1: Yeah. Well, and also when you were talking, it also made me realize, oh, that you know when they, I've read before, um, when it comes to niching, thinking about your own journey and your own story and how that's part of it. And maybe think, Oh yeah, that like, had I had this, mm-hmm. I was obviously on that path anyway, because it's what I was doing, but it would have been so lovely to have had this awareness beforehand. Right. right? Yeah. So if your niche could now be uh,
0: moon journaling and moon yes. magic and yes. the stuff you're so excited about, I want, I want to hear more about that. What does that yes. look like? The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking what more should I be doing, the real question here is, how can I do less or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called The Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, The Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and The Coach Class will show it to you. Registration is open this week. So again, the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. Okay.
1: So that looks like, oh, I love it so much. So it looks like there's eight phases to the moon. And so I started my journey by just journaling art, journaling and, and creating art. So I did like paintings and everything, but I would sit down with the new moon. I was really unwell and my whole life become come crushing down and I like totally needed something to bring piece myself back together. Mm-hmm. What ended up happening was just me sitting with the moon and my art And I did it over and over and over. And because I'm so creative and because my, you know, if you're an astrologer and you would see that my whole thing is air, meaning I have a hard time remembering, I have a hard time staying focused. Mm -hmm. And so that repetition with the moon was so helpful because myself and other creatives that I've seen who are like me can get lost on our dreams Mm -hmm. because we're not we don't have that always coming back to it, always coming back to it, always coming back. So then we can veer off in all these directions. (laughs) And so that repetition of always coming back to my dream, every new moon was so helpful. And then I started doing it with the full moon. And then I just started doing it with all the phases. Uh And then I led circles with women to do it. And, and now I'm just really um, doing it with the art journaling online. So yeah, yeah, it's been so, so tell me about the benefits of art
0: journaling with the eight phases of the moon. What happens?
1: Ooh, so you, one, you kind of get into this rhythm that was foreign to me. Like I had not, and my body really needed that rhythm, Mm -hmm. like being highly sensitive and just absorbing so much. It's really nice just to have that constant kind of connecting with something that's just bigger than yourself. And it it's it's like breathing like it was just but my whole body could feel it. So it was a very physical um experience also for, you know, not just esoteric or or spiritual, there was a, a physical element for my health that ended up being really lovely and kind. So I started to really get gentle with my approach to life and my approach to business. And I started to really get so much more tuned in to what works for me and how i want to do things because i was constantly connecting and drawing inward at every phase and yeah. so this this conversation that was happening repetitively with the moon was just so insightful and insightful about me mm-hmm. <laughs> and who i wanted to be and how i wanted to do things and things definitely work a lot smoother when I'm doing them because I want to do them, right? And they're coming from inside me, so. Got it. So your favorite students in this program, if
0: I'm not using the right language, forgive me. No, that's all good, yeah. If I was one of them and I'm sitting across the table describing this art journaling with the moon process I've been in to my sister, Mm -hmm. uh, how would I describe the benefits? Yeah, Yeah. and I'll, I'll frame it even differently. So my sister says to me, what's it been
1: like? So I would say you might describe it as revealing, mm-hmm. insightful, supportive, nurturing, mm-hmm. really nourishing, like spiritually, really nourishing. Mm-hmm. And as an overcare, that was just really
0: <laughs> so mm. helpful,
1: just to be nourished, right? In in that way, and also quieting, like because I couldn't meditate. Just sitting still, it ended up being so quieting of the mind. Right. So there was that. And then just so much more confidence and clarity comes from when you're understanding yourself and how you work and what you need and what's important to you and how to stand up and make that what's important to you happen. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great.
0: It's beautiful. So if I um, so you and I are at a cocktail party. Remember back in the day when oh. we used to gather together?
1: Oh, well, I, I would I would be one probably not at the cocktail party. And okay. if I was, I'd be off on the side watching everybody.
0: Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> People assume I'm an extrovert, but I'm such an introvert, especially oh. at cocktail parties. So we would be the two shy ladies on the couch. <laughs> Like with our handbags in our laps, right? Okay, good. So here we are.
1: <laughs> how would you describe the this journaling program to me? Oh my goodness, I would be like, I don't know how to describe it. Go see my signs. <laughs> yeah, I get tongue tied with it. So uh-huh. I don't know yet. I, I would mm-hmm. describe it as as if you art journal. You would just be doing it with the phases of the moon, and you'd have certain intentions mm-hmm. because the energy in the different phases corresponds and carries certain symbolism. And so it's really helpful to tap in and tune into that. So I'd be like, you would be blending (laughs) art journaling with um, some emotional healing Mm -hmm. because that's the waning phases of the moon with some conscious creation, Mm -hmm. which is the waxing phases of the moon Mm -hmm. is how I look at it.
0: Okay, great. I'd like to reflect back some of the things that I heard. Sure. Great. So you really love helping creative feelers. Mm -hmm. I know other coaches who serve HSP people, right? Highly sensitive people or empaths. And Mm -hmm. there's a segment of that population that wears that identity as a badge of honor, right? Mm -hmm. And another segment of that population that runs from labels in general, right? But especially (laughs) that one. Okay. So... (laughs) I heard you say some of the benefits are that they tune in, right, Mm -hmm. and therefore connect to themselves, but also to this rhythm that's larger than they are. And it's that rhythm Mm -hmm. that helps them navigate the world more easily Mm -hmm. so that they can trust themselves, gain more insight, feel nourished and supportive on their own path toward Mm -hmm. healing the traumas of the past.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. How accurate was what I shared? Very accurate. Great. So I wonder, could it be as simple as I help creative feelers, right, heal, heal their past trauma and feel more connected through art journaling with the cycles of the moon? whoa okay
1: can you say that one more time I don't know I can try <laughs>
0: good thing we're recording this right yes, exactly uh, I
1: really liked it
0: again I was just like I don't know if I'm gonna this is being recorded so everyone else can tell me if I get yes. it right the second time right but I think I I'm just looking at my notes I help creative feelers Right, mm-hmm. heal past trauma, I don't know what I said. We're gonna have to grab it we'll,
1: the- we will we, we, we will. It's all good, right. I loved it, and it felt really good, and it felt clear, and it felt like, oh yeah, that's totally what it is. Yay, right? Yeah. so here's the beauty
0: of this. We're clear enough on who you help without you having to narrow down to conceptual artists who want to make more money, right? <sighs> yes, these creative yes. feelers. yes right? What they, what they value is connection and nourishment and feeling attuned. Yeah. And you have all of this healing work from trauma that you've done in the past. And I sense that you don't want to let that go. Mm -hmm. You also don't want to lead with it any longer. Is that accurate?
1: Interestingly enough, I think you're so right. And I don't, and I think that's where I've been struggling is that that's what it feels right Mm -hmm. to me. Like, oh, I could cry, but it really feels right, Mm -hmm. but it's new and not just new, but there must be something like, you know what it reminds me of? Yeah. Reminds me of when I first started painting Mm -hmm. and all my paintings came out really simple. And what I was describing as like girly, as if there was something wrong with girly. And like they couldn't be childlike, they couldn't be. when they were so childlike, but in a celebratory kind of beautiful, colorful way. And you having said that reminds me of how somehow I put that down. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Put down the idea that that is like the the art and the play. I am such a deep healer and such a deep healer, mm-hmm. like. I go right and just have this gift of cutting right to the shits mm-hmm. <laughs> because spirit comes in and is like, this is what you're feeling. And this is what you're thinking. And they're like, whoa, what? <laughs> but, but the play and the fun is, is the vehicle I like yeah. because it is so deep and hard. Yeah. And I feel like we need more fun and color.
0: Yeah. I really hear that. Mm-hmm. I also, I don't know if that you relate to this at all, but I know for me as my I mean, I shut down a business just to, to and completely went in a new direction. But even throughout my journey, my target audience and the transformation, the promise of what I do, it has evolved along with me. And therefore sometimes it can feel like a loss. Mm, So giving yourself permission to go all in on moon journaling and letting the healing come through this creative expression and internal personal conversations, right, is the letting go, the loss Mm -hmm. of more direct trauma work, Mm -hmm. right? So it's okay to to grieve Mm -hmm. that part of your business. And again, you're not letting it go, but I just really want to encourage you to lead with what feels light.
1: Yes, yes. So I'm, I guess I have a question with that if you're Mm -hmm. leading with that, but you do end up because even in like, you know, the classes that I give, we do some moon mapping, which is like some subconscious work. So I'm like worried, oh no, if I lead light, then they come in and we're doing this stuff. Is that going to be misleading or, Uh you know? What a great
0: question. So when I say lead with what feels
1: light, I don't
0: mean lead with lead with the the light happy things. I mean lead with the the thing that's pulling you forward. Mm-hmm. So there's this light feeling to inside of you, yes. right? And so back to the messaging question, right? This is where consistent content Becomes really valuable. This is where a sales page, I know we were talking about uh, before we started recording, launching with a webinar. This is where your webinar becomes really important because you get to fill in the gaps, Mm -hmm. right? But instead of leading with, I help people heal trauma their moms caused them, which Mm -hmm. there would be a whole, there's a whole world of people who could be clients, right? For sure. The the outcome, the promise is just different, and it balances who you serve with how, and the how for you is quite unique, Mm -hmm. the the art journaling with the cycles of the moon. So we want to bring that forward, right? Creative feelers who, who want to heal trauma, right, and feel more connected, gain more insight, build the support for themselves. A lot of the heavy stuff is built into that. Yes. Right. And you fill the gaps on your sales page in the content that you put out inside of the webinar. Perfect.
1: I love that. I love that. you And just the, you know, the reminder that you're not trying to fit it all in, in the one communication, that there's several forms of the communication. So
0: many layers to it right? So we begin this conversation with this idea of this dream client power statement. And my goal with the dream client power statement is when you share it with people for them to have a follow-up question Mm -hmm. instead of, oh, that's nice. And they get this weird glazed look over their (laughs) eyes and don't even know what to ask. And then then suddenly you're talking about something totally different, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's how we know we're onto something is when you test this, and the response you get is curiosity rather than confusion. Okay. If we try to cram all of the benefits of who we help and how we help them and w- what changes it creates, we overload people with information. Mm-hmm.
1: I love this. I love it. It feels exciting because it feels like, again, more permission to do what I want to do.
0: Do what you want. <laughs> Which feels
1: really great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, I feel a little ungrounded right now because whatever it was I said to you where you said, that's it, it's out of me.
1: <laughs> that happens. That's awesome. But like you said, you it's know. recorded.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And you know, because of the work that you do, sometimes mm-hmm. the, I'll call it inspiration. Yes inspiration comes, it comes through us, it's delivered and then it's gone. So that's definitely what just happened.
1: (laughs) I I love it. I love it. I love it. And I think it, I'm so grateful that it came.
0: I'm so glad. So let's identify next steps for you around this so that you really anchor it in and you know what to do moving forward. Okay. I'll get you started. I think the first next step, my team's going to send you the recording tomorrow. So you'll okay. be able to grab it. And maybe you take that dream client power statement that I reflected back to you and do some art journaling around it or sleep with it under your pillow or carry it around in your pocket. Just, just make sure it's, it's really your words. Yeah. Yeah. And once you know you've landed there, what would be the
1: next step for you around this? I don't know what the next step is, but I I feel like I'd want to include that wording, first of all, on my homepage, because Mm -hmm. that has been needing some attention. And then I feel like even just the embodiment of it is like, it feels like a direction, not just a statement, right? Like not just a a niche, but a direction. So Mm -hmm. it feels like moving forward. That's really standing. in. that's where I want to, that's the direction I want to go in. Yeah. Yeah, I really hear
0: that. Yeah. And then I think there could be room for you to do some creative writing with yeah. this as well, coming up with different versions of, like so you put a, a moon journaling class together and it has four students in it mm-hmm. and they come from different walks of life and they're all dream clients, right? Doing some creative writing to get clear on who they are, but also what they share mm-hmm. because it's the what they share that is likely universal among all of your clients. And that will help you also make more concrete the classic like client avatar, if you will.
1: Okay. Well, and that's, yeah, that's interesting. You say that because I started a Facebook group and I had the three questions to ask them before they came uh-huh. in. Uh-huh. And- the the emotional problems were all over the board, like from everything you could think of. But the one thing was, I want to learn how to art journal with the moon. Like that was definitely the desire. Then you got to go all in with that. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I know a lot of coaches. I've never met one who helps people art journal, who helps people heal themselves and create a deeper connection by art journaling with the moon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it would, again, it would be so interesting. Again, if you think about your favorite client's there is a
1: thread connecting the healing that they've yes experienced. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, Yeah. And that'll have to, I feel like, yeah, I'll need to do some yeah. digging into that a little bit, but I bet you that'll become clear.
0: Yeah. And let it be creative expression for you and exploration. I don't want you to think about this. I want you to feel about this. Yeah. Because that's when you are at your best. It's very true. Right
1: yeah that's so great oh dallas you're so great
0: <laughs> if we were in the room this is the part where we'd be hugging so. right Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> right. all right so at the beginning of our conversation you wanted to get more clear about what inside the six-figure coach club right we call the stream client power statement mm-hmm. do you feel like we've gotten that intention met today like a (laughs) hundred percent. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. Thank you for coming on the show. This was so much
1: fun for me. It was so great. Thank you so much, Dallas. Yeah, I appreciate it.
0: You're very welcome. And for our listeners, every one of you can take action based on what Dana and I talked about. What would it be like if you didn't have to niche down according to a person and instead you got to niche down according to a process? And getting clear on that process, what does it tell you about your client avatar instead of the other way around? Great. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Dana, thanks for coming on the show. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's really the best way to show your support. Now, if your goal is to build a six figure coaching business and you need a simple system to get there, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Six Figure Coach Club. I'm so proud of the community we've built there. Plus, The mentorship and training you'll receive is truly unmatched. Now, the first step to joining us is to actually watch the coach class. That way you can see how my approach to six figures can work for your business. And from there, you can apply to join us inside the club. So go to watchthecoachclass.com now to learn more about how I can help you reach your business goals inside the six figure coach club. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next
1: week.